Is it happening? It is. We're in a room together. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You just uh, you just kicked our butts on Rummy Cube. Well, uh, the second game, you won the first game handily. Yep. And then you came in. You were like, oh, I've had enough of this. <laughs> and uh, I'm Jackie Cation. You're I Lori was, Kilmartin. I'm Lori Kilmartin. I was sitting on a terrible set of cards or mm-hmm. tiles, and mm-hmm. then one came through and broke it all open, and then... I watched well. I, I knew I had the winning tile, and I watched the three of you conspire and try to plot and figure out how you're going to get your next, get rid of your new tiles. And I'm like, guys, just relax. I'm about to crush you. You were next. Uh, Sheila Ratner, great comic, comic of the week, probably at Pro- some point. Oh, yeah, former, mm-hmm. hopefully. And um, and then uh, she, it's her game. She did a very fascinating, hilarious dork forest about it oh okay where she would not stop talking about it okay yeah so as as we can imagine it's my favorite dork forest is people where you got to turn it off it'd be like if you you on swimming sure yeah it'd be like oh we're still you could still talk about this but i'm done recording (laughs) and uh (laughs) so we played a little rummy cube that was fun yeah i want to get that for uh our family dinners where we play. Oh yeah yeah we've been playing this game called sequence which is a card sort of chip game it's fine oh nice uh, oh good yeah yeah yeah. um mix it up mix it up and um so i my foot is fine i mean it's sprained but it yeah it was not broken oh and went and got the that's where i got the boot uh, because i got an mri uh x-rays okay yeah i got x-rays and sent them off to my sister-in-law the angel of death who is a doctor oh and uh you know how uh, Kaiser sends these things about your x-rays. They're like, this is what we we read in it. Mm-hmm. And it's got a lot of medical speak. And Sue Onison, my sister-in-law, loves medical speak because she's a doctor. And so I sent it off to her and she wrote me back. She said, you have very boring x-rays. Be happy about that. And uh, she said, you have this and this and that's what all these big words mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone over 20 has that. So, Oh, okay. Because um, I guess my feet have a little bit of arthritis. My toes have a lot of arthritis. Oh, really? Yeah. Toe arthritis. It's not good. No, that sounds terrible. It's painful. and uh, But not in the pool. No, I don't notice it in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you don't have to tie everything in my life to swimming. But I thank you. I appreciate your interest. And you're always trying to find a common thread. Right. But uh, no. No. It's, I've kicked my toes enough and broken them enough. And uh, oh, so really? that there, there's a few of them are just like... And, you know, and 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 that's a that's pain. a breeding ground. That's a breeding ground for the arthritis. Is a is, oh, it is? is when you break stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because then right, it can right. get in on the it gets in on the little bits. Sure. So yeah, one of the toes I broke right right around my dad dying. So I was like, you know what? I got bigger <laughs> things to worry about than this fucking toe. Well, I uh, I should have worried about it. Oh yeah, I broke a toe. Did not know for nine weeks. Kept buying bigger shoes. <laughs> I am not. It's not smart. It isn't no. the. It wasn't my smartest. No, moment. you know what? And part of me is like, it's a toe, right? Yeah. And then uh, now it's just gonna bother me for the rest of my life. Yep. Uh, and Erin Foley broke her toe, and she's wearing a boot at the improv, and I'm like, I should have just 
taken the time to go the extra step like she did because now I'm sure all of her toes are fine for the rest of her life. Right. Well, that's my sister has a bad ankle because she didn't do that. She was like, treat the treat the treat the ankle with all of it. All respect. Yeah. All respect. Yeah. So get this, though. Seven days. So I sprain the ankle. Mm hmm. I have two sets that night that I cancel. And then I'm, I'm still supposed upset to, about that. I'm supposed to go to San Jose with mm-hmm. Maria. Right. And do another show. And Maria's like, no. Oh, I know. She told me, we, you told us last time. Okay. You had to cancel that. Yes. Okay. So I canceled those three sets. Did not do a set until two nights ago, almost seven days. Horrendous. Um, I was insufferable to be around. Right. It wasn't good. Nobody mm-hmm. was psyched. Right. Uh, I was like, well, what am I, am I, why am I so upset? Why am I such a twitchy fuck? And it turns out stand-up comedy. Sure. And uh, so to the point where I did, I did a show for Mary Kennedy, I think previous comic of the week, mm-hmm. uh, and it was her, she does some like, sort of mentoring class, stand-up class kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, Mary Bacay, former comic of the week, yes. takes the class. And mm-hmm. um so they performed, and then I closed with like 20. Got to do 15, 20, something like that. And uh, super fun. I had the time of my life. Yeah. It turns out I like stand-up comedy. Yes. And then... Where uh, was it? It was at something called The Fourth Wall over oh. in dodgy Hollywood. I've been there, uh, but I can't visualize it. Holly, it's probably Hollywood Way. Ho- I mean, Hollywood Boulevard. Last and- night, I did a set at The Third Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? Also in Hollywood, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. The fourth wall. It should have mm-hmm. been right by it. Um, <laughs> I was, it was so funny though, because it was right near this motel. Yeah. That literally, I, I don't know if they're kidding. They were, <laughs> because it said that they had, um, I took a picture of it and put it on Instagram because it said that they had HBO and a waterbed. Oh, that picture. Oh, yeah. I thought that was like from an old Matt Oswald book or something. It looks like a picture from an old Matt Oswald book or yes. something. <laughs> it was, uh, no, two days ago, Hollywood, California, hmm. uh, where uh, it was clearly a no-tell motel. We rent yeah. by the hour. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they, but it was right there. And, and it was nice. It was, the room only seats, I mean, full, it would probably seat 30, maybe 40. And it had 20 in it. So uh, it looked full. Everyone kept their masks on during the show, except right. for, I believe, the table from Orange County and um, caricatures of themselves. Right. And uh, But she checked. Uh, she that, could, that should be over soon, right? Because there's a mask mandate coming down soon. From above? Yeah. Oh, that'd be LA awesome. County, uh, uh, from LA the state? LA County for sure. And maybe because Newsom survived the, um, the, recall. the recall, it'll be statewide. That'd be great. Uh, but... So Mary Kennedy couldn't check Vax cards at the door because of mm-hmm. the because it's the venue's choice, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, but she was she insisted on taking everyone's temperature. <laughs> She's like, watch this, clink, <laughs> and I was like, oh, good for you, good for you. Make it a pain in the ass. It will, you know, what? it's going to be pretty soon. Okay, good. Yeah, because I know Flappers has been checking vaccine cards, and people yep. have been getting mad and. And I'm sure all the clubs that are doing it, the store, the improv. the la- Even the Laugh Factory, I yeah. thought. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So um, uh, now uh, pretty soon you can say this, you know, L.A. County's making us do it. Yeah. <laughs> so then they won't get mad at yeah, yeah, you the can club, be mad. Uh, you know, manager or hostess or host that's yeah. checking your vaccine card. You right. Know? Please don't get mad at the people who work there. They're, I know. They're trying to work there. It's awful. It's awful. And uh, did that set, was so excited about doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. that when Mary Kennedy was like, we're going out to eat. I was like, 
Yes, yes, we are. And so we went to, I did not even know this, here, here in the valley, Little Tony's. Have you ever seen that on Lancashire? I think so. Of? Yeah, it's near uh, the chateau. Uh, it's up. <laughs> I 20 years ago, yeah, I took an it. acting class yeah. at a little black box theater or office. Right. Like two things. And so I was there like once 20 years ago. It's open till two in the morning. Oh, that might be one of the only places that's not like a Denny's or something, right? Right. I mean, there's the place that we are. Like, even Denny's open that late here? I don't. They, they were pre-COVID, uh, but... The fact that Little Tony's is still open until two in the morning, and, and it was packed, which was really? unfortunate, yeah. at eleven o'clock at night, right on a Thursday, whatever, but right. uh, Wednesday, and um, Wednesday, and then because the, the place that I usually go to is a Thai place that's open until yeah. two in the morning or was before COVID, right? But I don't know if it still is, mm. and it's a uh, it's a great Thai place on Sherman Way near Fulton, so. But little Tony's was fine, but I, you know, I'm not a huge, like this foot, I'm tired. I'm just yeah. tired as I wrestle this foot in and out of. Oh yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. yeah. People <laughs> like I, I, you know, on, on school nights. Yeah. I try not to stay out late. Yeah. Right. Because exactly. I got to make sure my kid, kid goes to bed. And, you got to, you got to wrestle him out but, of bed. But now I'm getting people around. How is your son? Like, well, he's almost 15. Yeah. But guess what? If I'm not there, who, who's he hanging out with? Reddit, you know. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want I don't him wanna to raise a men's rights rights yeah. activist or something. Right. I don't want him to all of a sudden just listen to you know the. Yeah. Plus, um, you know he he's lonely. Yeah. Guess what? I'm fun to be around. <laughs> I'm a fun mom. <laughs> You're at least someone to hang with yeah. and watch TV with and yes. and have a nice. We all we wind up with a little uh, anime every night, but but I I feel like a lot of male comics were you know, probably poorly raised. And so they're like, well, I was, all, I was alone when I was 11. Yeah, and it didn't work out for you. <laughs> I don't want right. my son to be you. Right. So we're, stop giving me the side eye because I go home. <laughs> right. I'm actually trying to, well, Andy was shocked. Like I called him and I was like, hey, I'm going to go out to to dinner with these people afterwards. Do you want to come? And he was like, no. It's 1030 at night. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to go. Because he got a new job. He got, uh, or a new part of his, you know, he game designs, right? Yeah. That, that's that's the, the contract job he does, uh, you know, with clients and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he also teaches game design over at NIFA at the New York Film Academy, which is like a, a, a tech university, right? Uh, over by Warner Brothers and NBC. Right. But they just made him the chair of the, the game design department uh, for a couple semesters. Oh my gosh! Yeah, which comes with a bump in sure. pay, and he's he loves a spreadsheet. So I think he's gonna uh, enjoy Dude, this. You guys should watch The Chair, starring Sandra Oh on Netflix. Oh yeah, it's on Netflix, it's really good. Okay, I mean, you know, then you you'll have academics weighing in on you know how accurate it is, just like standups weigh in on um, you know hacks. hacks or whatever. Yeah, but um, it's really good. She's great, uh, Mark. Uh, uh, I think a Duplass is in it. Okay, and uh, he's good. Everyone's good in it. It's okay. it's really good. It's oh, well Holland acted. Taylor. Okay, he's um like eighty, and she's going out with Sarah Paulson, who's like forty eight or something. <laughs> she's in it. She's a horn dog in it. Wow. I'm listen. I'm I'm starting to gravitate to these old horn dog ladies because that's our future <laughs> as stand ups. It really is. Right where you're just like. I was trying to, that's that bit that I was trying to work on. And then somebody, it was Kyle who told me, 
Uh, you were the one who told me the Mark Maron uh, sort of definitive dating a teenager he just got joke. The good one line. He's got the good one line. I could go because uh, I, I was standing next to. S- there's right. There's always other ways for the ball to go to get into the hole. Right. You said ball. You said yeah. hole. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I think I'm doing a podcast with a teenager. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't know, yeah, because I was thinking about, um, like, when I, when I meet the youth, yeah. and, you know, and it's all, when, when you meet some, some 19-year-old who you can tell doesn't think that they're good looking, and you're like, you're wrong, this is, uh, this is amazing, whatever's happening here, you're all bendy, you're all smooth, why don't you rock that, and, uh. So you, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> let me just <laughs> recap, so you this. feel compelled to let a 19-year-old boy, no. uh. No. Okay. The, so the problem is, is that I th- am thinking those thoughts. Yeah. Or I remember one time when I was thinking that thought. Right. And I was like, hey, grandma, get away. <laughs> so that's stand down. Stand down. Right, right, right. Uh, none of these, none of these uh, young men need you anywhere near them. Sadly, no. It's, uh, Same. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's I th- very I think depressing. It, Right, I, it was one. It was the armed forces, the Eastern Europe armed forces thing. But I was oh, in Turkey. Oh, you're around troops. Yeah. Oh. So it was like five. They're flirting with you. Well, and a little they're, bit. They're, they're lonely. They're clean. They're clean. Their they're hair is so short. clean. Yeah. They're tidy. They've been forced to bathe. <laughs> All of their clothes are tight. You know, and they're just strapping they're young men. Right. right. They're even the no, sort of the chubby ones are are like fit and twenty two. Yeah. And right. you, I'm standing there going. What is happening? And I, I realized I was like, wrap it up, Cation. <laughs> Nobody needs this sort of. <laughs> See, you and I, we have a part of our brain that says this is inappropriate. I'm going <laughs> right. to stop. A lot of comics, most of the male, don't have that part of their brain. It's right. not been developed yet. Right. I remember. I think. I, I think it was uh, Fitzdog, right? Greg Fitzsimmons yeah. did a joke about how he would he. Oh, and it was Bill Dwyer. Okay, where he would talk about his daughter's uh, friends would come over, and he's like, "I have to leave now," because <laughs> his daughter was like eighteen or nineteen. Oh, and man. he's like, "Nope." And I was like, "Good for you, brother." And uh, you know, it's a it's a very low bar for yeah. the for the yeah, yeah, yeah. the male comics of our age group. Oh man! But uh, but I was you know, it was. And that's what the joke is. The joke is essentially, uh, it's a pretty low bar. Yeah. No, there's room yeah. for you. There's, there's room, room for you in that premise. There's room You'll for find me it. in that premise. I'll figure it out. New premise, the gun joke's uh, kind of rocking. It's oh, got all good. kinds of parts and all kinds of good things. I'm hoping to do, I've had I've had a little bit of FOMO because uh, I'm following Largo on Instagram. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah I know and so I was just like, nobody also... None of your business. You got plenty of you got plenty of work. You're doing fine. I've done a couple shows at Largo, and I'm I have FOMO. Well, that's it. I've only done one, and I'm just like, well, why wasn't I? Why wasn't I? Well, right, right, right. Because they're will. spreading the wealth. It's fine. He's, they're it's, slowly back, right? Yeah, they're yeah. back, and uh, so he's got lots of people too. Yeah, and I could have uh, what uh, the last time I was I I was ha- hanging out is sort of what I was doing right. with Amy Mann. Wow! Uh-huh. Name drop. Let me pick that up. <laughs> and uh, so, but the the I hadn't listened to the Emmy award winning Amy Mann. <laughs> she had just won an Emmy for her for her uh, album. Oh my god! And I I hadn't listened to it. Or a Grammy, Emmy? Grammy. Okay. That's it. One of the one of the awards. One of the goat yeah. awards. Mm-hmm. And um and she was so 
it's so beautiful, but I hadn't heard it. So I and you think you heard her play it at Largo. No, I heard her play it a couple of the songs at um, on the Joko cruise. Oh, and so, but I didn't know that they were from the album. And but now I've listened to the album a hundred times, and I was like, I would like to listen to those songs live, please. I went I went down an Amy Mann uh, little YouTube poll a little mm-hmm. while ago, and she had a she had a song I, I forget the name of it, but it was about. Uh, having the flu or a cold yeah and it was very it was very like uh, prescient i guess yeah, or yeah. It just it felt <laughs> like the song for now but th- she made it like six years ago or something right like right that. yeah um so did you i mean the whole norm thing has been oh right norm mcdonald you know here's the thing about norm mcdonald my stepmother's favorite comic right my brother Russ is one of my his favorite comics. Yeah, I've we've exp- I've explained it ad nauseum to them that I also do stand up comedy, <laughs> but fine. <laughs> and uh, Norm Macdonald, not my favorite comic. I thought he was a great comic. Yeah, but um, sometimes he got too mean for me, and I was like, well, he's not really performing for me. And so I was like, I I know what he's doing. Right, right, right. Um, and sometimes I would laugh my fool head off. Yeah, at something he had said because it was hilarious. Yeah. But <clears throat> like that Courtney thing on Conan was so mean. Oh my God. Yeah. My brother Russ called me. He was like, you would have punched him. And I was like, no, no, I might've stood up and left. Really? Um, no, I probably would have given it as good um, as B-O-R-E-D? I got. B-O-R-E-D? Uh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The B-O-R-E-D. That was. I mean, if you were Carrot Top or if you were Courtney? If I were Courtney. Oh. Russ was like, you would have, you would have punched him if I had been Courtney. And I was like, well, it wouldn't have happened. Because I would have given as good as I got. Right, right, right. But if I would have been genuinely offended, I would have just been like, oh, it's been great. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I thought even... it was a great line. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, it seemed, just watching her, mm-hmm. like she was also kind of not into being there. You know, or not into the things that they were supposed to talk about. The ending of Malrose Place or whatever the thing yep. she was on. And she seemed like she had, this was her 19th late night appearance. And so she seemed sort of bored, which sort of gave them a little room to jump in and swim around in yes. her pool. Yes, right. And she didn't look, I mean, she wasn't psyched about <clears throat> them slamming the, the show, but she did look like she had been on this this press tour Yes, too long. Yes. Too long. But it, but it also looked like she knew that chairman of the board maybe wasn't going to be an Oscar winner, <laughs> <laughs> and so she and the check clear. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's uh, hardly anything to do with yeah. You, so, but it was weird because like yeah, I, I I think he's great, but mm-hmm. you know, and part of it's weird. Like he has some really awful jokes mm-hmm. and he has some br- brilliant jokes and it's like the same brain that's going to go after OJ night after night after night is also going to do some really, you know, do some other really jokes where you go, Oh dude, dude. Not, yeah, not necessary, <laughs> not necessary. Right. Right. I mean, he's, I mean, you could tell that he was a button pusher. And, yeah. I mean, right. yes, for sure. And you're like, that's fine in small doses. Right. right. It's not like I don't want to watch an hour of that. I did watch a compilation of him slamming women. <laughs> I was like, wow. I should have got taken that in a small dose, you know? Oh my or god. Or slamming women How, writers or female com- or just yeah. you know, the whole the whole someone put together a lot of it. Yeah. And, How long uh, was it? Was it, it was more long than five I, minutes? I didn't or? watch the whole thing. I was right, like, right. I understood, got I, it. I see where it's going. You know, it's weird. Like I I he, he, I liken him to Adam Carolla in that sense, where mm-hmm. I feel like when they're talking to other guys, mm-hmm. it's different. 
very different. Mm-hmm. And they they love they love to go down that you know thing about women, mm-hmm. and there's no one to stop them, Mm-mm. and they're just trying to entertain each other. Right. And so I think sometimes they start saying things that maybe they don't actually mean, or if a woman was there, they wouldn't say. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a. A little cowardly, right? Right. Like Corolla goes, he's every five years, he says women are funny or something like that. But the, he had three writers on a show and two of us were women. Like, and no one was making them hire us, you know? So it's like, yeah, okay. But all right. So you, you, like what you're saying doesn't track with your actual real life. Yeah. And you did a, you know, she did a podcast for a long time with Alison Rosen, who's very funny. And so it's like your your actual life is different from what you, your worst self uh, on stage or in a podcast or on the radio. And right. sometimes I feel like that with, uh, with well, Norm. I don't know. I felt, I thought that with Norm and then, you know, some female oh, comics started posting about, you know, how he w- either had sexually harassed them or was like touching them or, and I guess he was banned from a club. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, uh, what club? I don't know. Okay. Wait, (laughs) here we are. It might be, um, this one. Uh, okay. But I'm not sure. Yeah. But it was all, but it was there. It wasn't just, it was a several people. Yeah. And then, and this morning I just wrote, I read Nancy Norton had posted about something he did. And then she, so she posted about what he said to her. Mm -hmm. And then in her like a little wrap up eulogy, she called it back and made it kind of funny. Oh, good for Uh, her. Very funny. Anyway. But so it's like, yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) Well, and that's, I mean, genuinely the button pusher male comic and there's there's a probably a female version of it but i can't think of any offhand Lampinelli? i i wouldn't say she's oh, yeah. anything like norm i mean and she's no longer in comedy right I, I, but and he also like in addition to being like that button but pusher, getting a rise like right but he also had a very unique uh timing and you know some other things about him were so unique right but super I, unique but and the button very. pushing part wasn't that unique no the button pushing <laughs> part wasn't unique and that's what made it hard for me to watch sort of longer sets or for me to just yeah to have you know like when someone goes on stage you kind of want to feel a level of safety of you know where it's going to go even if it's like even if it's DePolo, you know, you're like, oh, I know what he's going to do. <laughs> right? Yeah, I feel safe in knowing that uh, all of my norms will be violated. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I mean, and it's a perfect example because I, I I would never stay in the room. Because, uh, but the thing, because I would know exactly what was coming. Sure. Right? Right. So there's, but there's a safety in knowing where the comic, like where their boundaries are. Right? Yeah. So you're like, okay, well, it's going to be like, if you watch Maria. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to get super weird and dark at some point. Right. But then it's going to be super weird and silly at some point. Right, and it's right. going to swing back and forth between those two areas. And not but not cruel. But never cruel, right? Right, right, right. right. So it is I think yeah. So but and I and with Norm sometimes it was a safe, you know, hilarious place to watch. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it wasn't very alcoholic kind of a mom kind of thing where you're like, Oh, is she going to beat the shit out of me? Or is mm-hmm. she going to be psyched to see me? Mm-hmm. And, um, so that was why I could never watch sort of his longer stuff. Mm. And because he was genuine, but whenever somebody would send me a clip, I'd be like, Holy shit, this is funny. And he, he was a great talk show guest. 
he, he was, was a so great unpredictable, talk show host. and you it, uh, the host never had any idea what he was doing. Right, Russ and, has sent me any number of my, oh my god, my, he, that that's all Russ does is he watch clips of, of, <laughs> of talk shows. Yeah. Uh, so. so yeah, I mean, Conan, uh, did a, uh, podcast about Norm, um, oh, right after with Andy Richter. Yeah. I just okay. listened to it yesterday. It was really good. And Frank Smiley and, and Andy brought up that it, Norm, I, I, I forget how he got into it, but he asked Andy's ethnicity or okay. whatever. And Andy's like Swedish German and mm-hmm. some, and Norm turned that into a way of calling Andy gay. Okay. And so Andy was like, you know, <laughs> Hit we have gay people on our, like he, he kind of just went along with it, but it was like, he was, he had said, I was always thinking there, there's gay people on our staff. We all have family members who are gay. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's that it's a, that was a very nineties and maybe even now way for male men to bash each other, right. straight men, right. Or, you know, maybe men who are questioning mm-hmm. themselves and couldn't stand it were to call other men gay, right. It's right. sort of. You know. Right, right, and it's it's, and we've all. I mean, the the, the really, so, and this isn't anything against Andy, right? Is that we've all went along with it, you know? I've spent thirty years sort of sitting next to it, and not every time, but more often than not, especially yeah. in the nineties, sat next to somebody slamming, you know, gays. And I remember one time some guy stormed out of a show because the because I think it was the headliner. At Acme, I think it was featuring. So yeah. whenever, and um, and whoever it was was sla- was making using the gay f word, right? And uh, the guy got up. He made a big to do about getting up and leaving. Mm-hmm. And as he goes out, he goes. So I take it it's the new n word. I can't handle it. I want my money back. And I think they gave him his money back. But it always struck me because I was like, I think he's right. You know, for in that late nineties. Oh, it was everywhere. Yeah, it was yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like it was like the stock kind of we're gonna do this. Yeah. Is that what is that uh my the neighbor's lawn, uh, the lawnmower? Can you hear the lawnmower? Not really. Oh that's like good. Little bits, but like right. we're much louder. Oh, we're much louder. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing, like so and this is it's so predictable. So uh some female comics are talking about their experience. Sure. And the norm defenders come in and right. call them uh, unfunny or unattractive, or that they they're that it's chasing rude to clout. do this, right? They're it's chasing like, clout because no he one, just died. No and... comic wants to be known for anything besides being funny, right? That's right. all of us across the board. That's not going to get you booked. The only thing it that doesn't gets get you booked. You booked. It, 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 it only it, gets you uh, yelled at on Twitter yep. by uh, usually anonymous accounts, you know? <laughs> right, And it just, it's like, ugh. It's so exhausting to even just, I wasn't even receiving it. Just to read it, it was mm-hmm. like gross. You yeah, know? right, right. And Sarah Schaefer had a really good, she put, any, anytime like when something like this happens and I'm like, ugh, I don't know how I feel. And then Sarah Schaefer seems to just write it perfectly. You know? <laughs> Sarah uh, Schaefer's right. It's, it's, it sucks that even now, even after I, th- I thought we all learned from the whole me, me too thing that it's actually really hard for women to come forward. And the reason they don't is exactly what happens where, when they're just 
all they are is called names. Right. And, and this must be some 16-year-old when Harvey Weinstein was arrested, who's now 20. Maybe, yeah. And, he, and, and we have to teach every new generation? That's Not so all un- of them. Some of them are male comics, you know. Oh, right, who like, are 100 years old and should yeah, know better. Yeah, I mean, you can... It, people are mixed. No one's 100% good. And you can, and Norm was a great comic. And I, I, I was thinking, he's funnier to me than Louis, mm-hmm. because even though I know all the stuff about Norm... What I read, mm-hmm. uh, I'm still watching clips and laughing and going, fuck, that's great, mm-hmm. right? Like, Louis, whatever I know about Louis is so changed my perception Pers- of his personality that I can't really, like, you need to buy someone's personality as a comic, yeah. right? And Norm, maybe his personality is like, yeah, he is an unhinged asshole at times. <laughs> and so I can see him doing shitty stuff, but but also it that's yeah. in the wheelhouse of this guy who will go on a late night show and not... You know, not prepare, right? Or, or prepare in a way that is really off-putting, or right? T- or keep, keeps the host like paralyzed with fear, <laughs> right? And 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 Norm's jokes are up here. You know, they're very much just joke, 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 joke. Louis is addressing usually something very uncomfortable. True. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden, we get a curtain's been removed, and you're like. Hey, you're also a creep. Hey, you caused that discomfort. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not psyched about this at all. What just happened? Right, 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 right. So yeah. that might that's why it's hard to listen to him. It's yeah. why some of some of Bill Cosby's stuff is hard to listen to. But some of other Bill Cosby stuff isn't hard to listen to. I think I'm, a, I'm I don't you're need done? to hear Bill Cosby again. Well, I've only heard like two or three like I've heard the Noah bit. Mhm. And I've heard the Russell, a couple of the Russell bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, the Noah a... bit, I will be always a big fan of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and uh, we just hope that... Uh, it's weird that he that you love his Noah bit, but he doesn't love the word no. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's take a break right now. Um, I did a dork forest with Brandy Brown, by the way. And she was saying that one of the seed art, uh, there's crop art at the Minnesota State Fair. Mm -hmm. And somebody did um, a portrait of Bill Cosby in rapeseed. Oh, my God. And I don't know what rapeseed is. It has another name. It needs a name change. It It really does. It has another name. Yeah. That that's what they put it under. And then they were like, wait, this is also called (laughs) rapeseed. And so it was the subtlest, like, bam. And they eventually sort of took it down. They were like, this is a little too on the nose. Um, But Brandy is working with me at Acme in December. And that's when I will learn more about the crop seed stuff. I like see her posting. I'm like, I can't get into this. I can't. It, it's it's going to take me too many tweets. Right. And so I'll see her in person between shows. I'm sure I'm going to get uh, the, the entire rundown on right. seeds. And so that's December at Acme. Yeah. Eight through 11, eight through 11. I'm going back to Acme uh, November 4th for their 30th anniversary. Oh, neat. Yeah. Just to hang out for the week and, oh, cool. and do short sets, mm-hmm. a bunch of comics and then just hang out and party a dad. little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'll see um, Lewis, my comedy dad. Yeah. And then uh, my brother and brothers and sister. Okay. So, but I will say, let us take a break.
Congratulations, you've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. <laughs> wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get news or information you can use? Absolutely you cannot, because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread. You can find new episodes on Wednesdays. So catch, catch the wave. Jackie. (laughs) Yes. Do you know the difference between an antiperspirant and a deodorant? No. Don't have to answer that one because I do. Antiperspirants (laughs) contain contain aluminum, which temporarily plugs sweat glands to stop you from sweating. Native deodorant is made with ingredients you've heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. It's got over 10 cents, including their classics and rotating seasonals. Oh, interesting. Nice. You're guaranteed to find one you love. Their classics are uh, coconut and vanilla, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. lavender rose, cucumber mint. Okay, this is what I'm wearing, eucalyptus mint. And uh, they also offer unscented options and a baking soda-free formula for those with uh, sensitivities. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't. I guess I'm not going to invite you to smell my armpit right <laughs> right now. But uh, it'd be a whole new level. It's good. I'm telling you right now, it's good. I, I'm wearing the actually. I'm wearing the lavender rose. So oh, um, yeah, okay. yeah. And I I like it actually. It's um, I got uh, lavender rose and I got the vanilla coconut, which I'm kind of scared to use because I wonder how strong it'll be. Mm-hmm. But uh, the lavender rose is. It smells really good to me on me. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's a perfume, right? No, no, no. no. I just so I I actually really like it, and uh, I do too. That'll and, be great. Uh, I did not sweat. We just played outdoors mm-hmm. in the uh, California heat. I did not sweat. Uh, right now, you can save twenty percent on your first purchase of Native deodorant. Go to Native Do D E O. Oh, really? Native Do. Okay. Dot com slash Jackie Laurie. Use a promo code Jackie Laurie at checkout and you will get 20% off your first purchase. That is um, awesome. Yeah, try that eucalyptus mint. I love it. I smell great, if I can say so myself. <laughs> awesome. You guys, uh, I don't know if you know this, but this podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, who you are or what you have or where you're at, right? Life is really stressful. So um, we're in a pandemic. We're coming, we're, everybody's trying to help each other. Everybody's trying to be good to each other. Mm-hmm. It's stressful. You know, just, we're taking a lot on ourselves, but, and, and even if you're not feeling down or out or depressed and, but stress is high and you could probably use a chance to unload. You gotta, you gotta, we, you gotta unload the, uh, the, the brain box every now and then. So talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Someone who isn't going to judge you and take sides on anything. It's called therapy. You guys, <laughs> you'll be surprised at how much it can help. So better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone or even live chat ses- sessions with your therapist. And it's more affordable than in-person therapy. So see if it's for you. If you need to bleed off some of this nonsense, try better help. And uh, this podcast, is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Jackie and Lori listeners can get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp. 
BetterHelp.com slash Jackie Laurie. So better, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Jackie Laurie. So have your first session in under 48 hours at BetterHelp.com slash Jackie Laurie. And just, you know, just check it out for a month. Yeah. And there's there's different, they have different people. If, you know, you can try different people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a good idea. Everyone needs someone that they can talk to. So if you haven't found someone to talk to, um, and you and a stranger is sometimes the best way to really to be able to really be honest about some stuff. Yeah, and stand up comedy isn't therapy. I mean, no, it makes you feel better sometimes, yep. but mm-hmm. it's not it's not therapy, right? You know, it's so, not. It, no one's going to help you work on stuff, right? They're just going <laughs> to <laughs> they're going to lead you down a terrible path. <laughs> oh, comic of the week, right? Oh, and comic of the week. Oh yeah, right? I just worked with her. Yeah, at um. At, at at Largo, sorry for FOMOing you up, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Monique Moreau. Monique Moreau, spelled like uh, like Island of Doctor, and her but her Twitter handle is, is at Big Bad Butt B U T T. Look, she has a bad butt, and she needs you to know about it. Is it a big bad butt? I, it didn't look big to me. All right, you know, it's a, it's but nice. it was a bad butt. It, it a bad big, in a good way. Big right. bad butt. Big bad butt. Here's the thing: she has autism. Okay, and she talks about it, and she's a really, really funny chunk about uh, how autistic people love trains. Okay, it's hilarious. So <laughs> I don't know if she has that online. Sure, but try to find her. She works, you know, she yeah. works uh, in LA a lot. She works all over the place. She's really right. funny. Monique Moreau. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yay! Did you see? Okay, so the other thing. So I feel like the the people getting mad at the female comics who were yeah. saying Norm, you know, oh right, has a mixed legacy, right? <laughs> then this unleashed. It always unleashes. I feel. I feel like a lot of male comics are nice to us, but then there's like something right under the surface, and they just need one little thing to peel it back, right? And uh, are we? Wait, let me see. Oh no! But to me, person. Oh, to, to me. you. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, not to me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Um. So, so there were some comics. Uh, some female comics at a show called. Uh, it was a flyer for a show oh, on right, Twitter right. called yeah. Men Aren't Funny. Right. Men Aren't Funny, uh-huh. which is it's a reference just, to the old Christopher Hitchens article right. on Fanny Fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's, That's all, all it, is. it is. Guess what? We're all trying to get fucking people to come out of their hidey holes into, into our shows. Okay. So if right. this works, good. Right, right. The, everyone has to name a damn flyer. Yeah. Leave them alone. Yeah. So uh, a male headliner, yep. pretty popular, right. just like quote tweets it, this is an actual show, you know? Oh. And then it was just like, he a got all mad, right? Cascade. Uh, no, he's, yeah, it was, no, not mad, but making fun of like, can you believe? This is the, the, the right? Well, yeah, essentially, can you believe that we that someone would name this? This isn't helpful. Yeah, yeah. we're not helpful. It's just like these women aren't funny. You oh know what God! I mean? And then that, it that turned kind of into thing. that. It turned into that immediately. Of women, course. periods. It was like a whole. The replies were all women aren't funny. They only talk at their periods. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. It was just like, oh my God, and uh, it just was like. You know, Robin Tran was tweeting about it too, and she she had said like, women. If you look at the lineups, it's not fifty percent women no. in L.A. or any place oh, right. really, or anywhere. okay, yeah. hardly any place, right? So, uh, so it's like, well, you get your own, start your own show, right? And then they do, oh, look at this fucking show, yeah. like what the fuck? Yeah, you know, it you, turns out you can't win. Uh, no, from you can't assholes. win, and. 
the only way to get better as a comic is to get up on stage. Yep. You need a ton of stage time. Mm-hmm. So they, they found a way to get some stage time. Why would yeah. you? And then go, oh, I saw someone's, this one's a, a, a open mic thing on YouTube. They're not funny. Well, I, well, I don't know. I don't guess I don't trust your judgment on what funny is or not, but if they're not, and they're doing the thing that makes you funnier, why are you mad about that? Yeah. Like, why, why? And like, <laughs> oh, I know why. Oh, you know why. You yeah. know, we all know why. It's just, it was, uh, it was like the day after everyone, you was know, was sad. piling on those, uh, those the, women. So the women who like, made the comments about Norm. Yeah. It came exhausting. right on the heels of that. Yeah. I will say that Irene too has some great jokes about periods. Oh really? Yeah, just you know. You know, and, uh, why shouldn't we all? It happens to all of us. Yeah, and we let men tell us that uh, we, we have to listen to them and their their weird th- their bodily function uh, jokes. Can I have a set from a man without hearing about a semen? Yeah, I, could just no offense, Kyle, but one <laughs> set. Do I got I got to hear about your jizz and the quality and the yeah. color? Okay, and how far it squirts yeah. out? Can I just have one twenty-minute set without that? Wow, I think you just described every thirty-five-week run that I did in the nineties. <laughs> it's uh, I will Seriously. say, yeah. But I mean, and we were, we, you and I were told absolutely do not bring absolutely it up. Absolutely do you not. You will not get booked again. Yep. You will be considered a female comic, which is of course the worst. The thing. worst thing you can and be it's, considered. It's like this. This is still happening. Right. And there's so many fucking. I was like, yeah, you know, I guess I could get it in like 1982 when there were three female comics and maybe you're a misogynist and you hated all of them, right? Right, right, right. Then there's this other thing of, and this is not her fault at all. Okay. But there's, there's a whole bunch of guys and I feel like Norm was one of them, but what were, it was like, I don't like women. Women are funny. Well, Sarah's great. Like they'll they'll give themselves one female comic right. to love. Yeah, and that happens to be one of the most attractive women in comedy. Right. What right. a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah. You guys, a lot of women aren't funny. You know who's really funny? Nikki Glazer. <laughs> it turns out she is really funny, as is Sarah Silverman. Yes. But also Regular features, does sit-ups. Uh, it's all working out. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just there's a whole bunch of other female comics that you may not want to fuck. But <laughs> guess what? They're really funny. As and could well. your brain open a little bit yeah. so that uh, if someone isn't in your, uh, your fuck wheelhouse, you could still consider them yeah. to be funny you know, but not so it's like they or they're so far at your fuck wheelhouse you're like all right they're like they're a lesbian and they've never been with okay i'll let i'll mm-hmm. let one lesbian in as well mm-hmm. it's like a super hot one that i could fuck and one who would never fuck me. right and right that's it that's and, it and everyone in between ah your period right <laughs> <laughs> i will say because speaking of you know having to do the time to get the time right or to get the time to do the time is so this the the mary kennedy show that i did it was like six comics and they were all doing tens yeah and they were the first time that some of them had done tens and so they got lost in it and they you know they they had they didn't know where they were and they were it was because five they had done a thousand fives right but the only way to do 10 is to do 10 yeah. The only way to do 45 is to do 45. Sure. The first couple of times you do it, it's going to be a little uneven. Right, right, right. And uh, so, um, and then she was like, I don't think she'd asked me to do this, but I heard 
she was like, because she paid me to do the gig, and I was like, well, did you, you, you wanted me to do notes, right? She was like, yes, yes, I do want you to do notes. And I didn't know, I don't think she did ask me to do notes. <laughs> and so, but I'm such a freaking meddler, right? Mm -hmm. And every time I do notes, it's, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to do stand-up comedy, that's your mistake, right? You've, you've already, you've, you, the, I'm, who am I to just, who am I to discourage you to do something? Right. If you really want to do it, your, your parents already did something terrible <laughs> to you. Jack, right. you can't make up for that. You've made that, you've made that decision already. So it, it can't possibly, uh, so I will say that there's plenty there, you know, there's, there's all six of them had, they were all very different. I think it was like five women and two men or t five women and one guy. Mm -hmm. And, um, my memory is a sieve, but, uh, but the, uh, but they all had like these very unique stories mm -hmm. and all the women were, you know, they were all super different. You mm -hmm. know, there's no, there's no two comics, whatever they, even if they look exactly the same, right? Yeah. If you take any two straight white guys okay. and put them next to each other, right? They have different, unique voices, right? Yeah, sure. And and you can get mixed up, you know, if you're half in the bag after the show and you go, "I love that joke you did about Chicago," and you're like, "Well, that was the feature," and <laughs> right, uh, right. you know, which I've heard any number of you know male yeah. comics tell that story, right, yeah. about how they get mixed up with the other white male comics on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only happened to me once because there was only one show on the road that was booked that was all three women. That that it was Bynum. It was Gary Bynum. You know, it's weird. These. <laughs> The the uh, and he asked me about it. He said, "You know, I accidentally did this. You don't care, do you?" And I said, "No." Here's the thing: like Gary Bynum is very cheap. Mm -hmm. Like he's pathologically <laughs> cheap. You know who else is right. pathologically cheap? Al Martin in New York. Okay, all right. I love Al. What, right. What does he book? He um he used to book. He used to own New York Comedy Club. Okay. Now he owns the Broadway in Greenwich okay. Village. Whatever. But it's it's like he was. You know, you could tease him about right, it. Right. He okay. was incredibly cheap. Right. Right. Like he had to be dragged, kicking and screaming, to up his weekend pay to match the other clubs. Right. Right. Um. But he always had at least one woman on a show, frequently two or three. Mm -hmm. And it's weird. Like some of these super cheap guys. Like I, I think I've you can also about this get before. women real cheap. Well, he, he what what was cheap about them is he paid the men as little as he paid the women. <laughs> Bam! And so mm -hmm. it's easy for them to, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, it's funny how, uh, I, again, like with, when the New York was trying to unionize and stuff or whatever, oh, it was, right, right. the coalition, and, um, you know, everyone was appalled. It was, but it was all guys. Mm -hmm. It was like the women were like, yeah, but this guy gives me a lot of spots. And yeah. These, these people, you're asking me to worry about your spots on these all male shows. Yeah. Me, a woman. Yeah. Cause this guy gives me spots. Yeah. And so I was telling Patrick Ford about, um, Roger Feeney in Patrick oh, yeah, Ford yeah, owns, Al Al owns Alameda and, and Roger Feeney, uh, Big, uh, I, I always forget if he owns it. Part owns, owns Anna, it or Ar Anna, Anna Ann Arbor, Arbor. yeah, yeah. Um, but he, because Roger for twenty years has always talked about how he does one woman headliner a month, which, by <laughs> the way, is bad. amazing. It, is, but I mean, it's, it's amazing like it could except be for more. it's twelve. That means that there's forty spots for dudes. Yeah, but there are twelve spots for women, which a lot of clubs don't, don't do. Even do now. Yeah, right. You're just like. It's not a bad place to start, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's take a break. Hi, I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Laura House. And we're the hosts of Tiny Victories. My tiny victory is that I sewed that button back on 
the day after it broke. We talk about that little thing that you did that's a big deal to you, but nobody else cares. Did you get that Guggenheim Genius Award? We don't want to hear from you. We want little bitty tiny victories. My tiny victory is a tattoo that I added onto this past weekend. Let's talk about it. My victory is that I'm one year cancer free, but my tiny victory is that I took all of the cushions off the couch, pounded them out, put them back, and it looks so great. So if you're like us and you want to celebrate the tiny achievements of ordinary people, listen to Tiny Victories. It's on every Monday on Maximum Fun. But yeah, I just, I, I want, I have I have two sets tonight. I'm going to drag my booted butt yeah. to uh, a place called The Faded Show, which is an outdoor show oh, yeah, in Hollywood. I just did that one. It's oh, a did lot you? of fun. Yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing The West Side at 10. Uh, nice. Yeah. I think I'm doing The West Side on Saturday? I think so. I think yeah, I might be doing it. it. Yeah, I think I'm doing the 10 tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, tonight I'm doing Blanket Patch's um, late night show. Oh, fun. Where is that? It's at an outdoor Larger? venue in downtown LA. Okay. I have to get there at six. That's why I didn't want to do this. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so it's just a, a set and a sit down. But I think that people are also watching on Zoom. Oh, okay. Because Nowhere Club's producing it. Oh, okay. So it's like the thing you did, but oh, it's, he's doing it's, late night. it's in person. <gasps> he's doing a live version yeah. of it. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, neat. Yeah. That's real neat. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of, it'll be kind of fun to be, very fun to be part of that. Dana Gould's on the show as well. Oh, my and, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm more excited because you're so funny. But I've <laughs> but I've seen. Um, I I just worked with Dana at, at Flappers, and you know he he just loves monkey analogies. <laughs> he, he enjoys. He, will re- he like on completely different jokes. He's gonna reference Planet of the Apes, Bubbles the Chimp, <laughs> uh, King Kong. I'm like, this is in 15 minutes. The dude. The orangutan from Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he he loves he loves a primate. Let there be primate. Hello and welcome, Cheetah from the Tarzan films. It's uh, I just want that is so awesome. It is because it's so true. And Uh, yeah, God's on it. And then um, Saturday, I'm doing the I'm doing a show in Burbank, like at a a little bar. I forget the name of it. Oh, cool. And uh, we're pat. This will be dropping past it, so I'm not like yeah poorly promoting it although i guess i am right now and then uh, that and then i'm kind of why i i'm a little open next week yeah the week that this is dropping i'm a little open yeah feel free to knock yourselves out but the thing josh was telling me over at flappers he's like just tell me when you want sex and stuff so uh i i do have to say that um a friend of mine or yeah no a friend of mine someone i've known off and on like from the old day job and stuff uh Mm -hmm. She, I was talking to her last week and she goes, I went and saw stand up at the Ha Ha Cafe. And I was like, no, no, you, you didn't. again with your Ha Ha discrimination. Have you been recently? I haven't been in a while. I haven't been in 20 years. Okay, Jackie, maybe you're not up on everything at the moment no. if you haven't been to a Here, club in 20 years. Prior. She's, it's still accurate. And Guys, let, me, let me tell you something. This is, this is, a spot's a spot. Uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't go up. Okay. I'm just saying that so she, this is how she described it. She said, Two of the comics were drunk. One of them was really funny, but drunk. And the other one wasn't. And then the, Jay Moore was there. <laughs> <laughs> so those were the three comics she remembered. A drunk guy who was funny, a drunk guy that wasn't funny, and Jay Moore, you guys. Uh, and she said, Jay Moore was pretty funny. And I said, good. Who cares? Uh, uh, I mean, did I go up? No. did. And I said, yeah, why I don't you... want to hear about a show I wasn't on. Well, I said, you don't. 
you want to go see stand up, first of all, and you want to stay in the valley, go to Flappers. And yeah. second of all, yes. uh, you have sure. my phone number. I'm go. I'm probably up. <laughs> Why don't you come and be an audience member in my audience? And then two more people would have showed up, <laughs> and uh, that would have been great. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Uh, I do. I do have sets the rest of the week. I'm pretty sure, but uh, I can't remember any of them. So feel free to go to my Twitter and sure. uh, and check it out. I really want to do a Sunday Zoom again, but yeah, but I'm uh, um. Are, but are, I've been so tired with this fucking foot. I was such a pill about it, man. I was dude, like, dude, I would be enraged if I was, I was in a boot for a week. I literally, I had to give Andy a dollar at one point because I felt like a burden. And uh, I was like, here, here's my burden dollar. And he took it. What an interesting marriage you have. <laughs> um, I was watching scenes from a marriage. Have you seen that? On, nope. uh, I, I didn't. It's off the old Ingmar. Ing, Ing, yeah, Ingmar Bergman. Ingmar. Ing, uh, Ingmar. Yeah, yeah. Ingmar Bergman. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, I haven't seen that one. But I was watching. Because it was the elbow kiss. It was the guy, Oscar Isaac, who went in. Did you see? It was all over Twitter. He and Jessica Chastain were on the red carpet. They were promoting the film. And someone slowed down a kiss that he gave her. Like, kind of on the elbow and in the armpit, which in another light could be considered <laughs> inappropriate, but, uh, I guess they're old friends and, uh, it's fine. Oh wait, it was an old friend. They're not lovers. They're no, not. I mean, in the, in the thing they are. Yeah. You actors, you know what? <laughs> they, these Jackie, people, they're actors. They, they're, they are creeps. They're they, creeps. <laughs> they fucking fondle each other in scenes. That's it. They're empty vessels. Jackie, they really they, are. They, 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 we pour a script <laughs> into them. They turn into humans. <laughs> and uh, so, fair enough. I was uh, somebody, I had some elbow squeezer at some, at a live show not long ago yeah. where I was just like, I literally said, I because uh, someone once referred to the uh, the skin on the elbow as the elbow scrotum. And I was like, this is how I'm dealing with someone elbow squeezing me now. I said, don't touch my elbow scrotum. And he literally hands off of me. He it heard worked. the word scrotum. Yeah, yeah, he heard the word scrotum. And he, got, and, and, uh, he thought he might be gay. It's 1996 again, you guys. <laughs> Hi. Uh, no, I don't know why, but he freaked the fuck out. And he, and he took his hands off of me. And hmm. so guess who won? Me. Yeah. But I had to say the word scrotum to do it, mm. which is never my favorite word. <laughs> so, But I've already yeah. said it three times in this podcast. You have. That's a lot. Uh, three too many times. <laughs> Where are we at here, Kyle? Yes. We are, we Kyle. Have. Minutes left. Minutes. That's under yeah. five. Under five. Under five. Okay. Right. Good to hear it. Uh, I saw. Did you see? Are you probably aren't uh, watching the what ifs? No. I'm watching all the what ifs. The Marvel what ifs. No. Chadwick Boseman is in three of them. Oh, I heard Super about those. Fun. Super fun. Yes. And he is delightful. Michael B. Jordan was in this week's. Mm -hmm. And Michael B. Jordan, even as a cartoon character, super handsome. Yeah. You Hi. know, he um. He cleaned up nice. Oh, yeah. From the wire? Yeah. Yeah, from yeah, From being yeah. 11? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But, but it's sort of like those French movies where the way the French cast young girls, yeah. you're just like, oh, my God, that girl is going to be the most beautiful. She's going to be luminescent when she's 18 or 19. Mm. And because uh, there, there was some French film I watched several years ago, and this girl was like 9 or 10, and I was like, 
oh my God, she's good. And then this was d- a decade ago and I've mm-hmm. recently saw her in, in some magazine or something. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this yeah. kid said, so, so when, I mean, I think casting people can see gorgeous people inside of children. Well, yeah, because it's looking so for funny because he was such a skinny, teen, like a classic, just skinny, skinny little kid, skinny, skinny, just arms and legs, mm-hmm. you know, a teenager. And now he's just, well, you know what he is. Oh, yeah. He's just, I do know. I do. Yeah. He's Killmonger. He's Killmonger and he's and he's super. He's, and, and he's much younger than we are. He's so much younger than we are, but he might be the best looking person on the planet. That's what Jared at uh, the Comedy Attic said once. Oh, really? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.